Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pod save the queen. Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen, the Daily Mirror's Royal Wedding Podcast. And it's wedding day and they are married. And congratulations, Harry and Meghan. <laughs> I'm your host, Anne Griffith. You may have guessed that we're slightly fueled on uh, pizza and sugar and excitement <laughs> and emotion on what's been a brilliant day. Um, I'm joined by uh, three very fashionable ladies. I've got Amber Grafman, fashion director, who many of you will know already. Hello. Uh, Danielle Stacey, our royal regular on the fashion front. Hello. And uh, uh, podcast new girl, Zoe Cripps. Yeah, happy to be here. So, <laughs> bringing us all of the hair and the makeup and all of the, all of the details there. So, oh, what a day it's been. Um, all of the build-up, all of the excitement, and it has thoroughly delivered. So many surprises, so many nice little romantic touches from the bride and the groom and the family. A really, truly memorable day. The details of the day itself we're going to go through in more, pick over them on Monday with Victoria, but today we want to just talk about the fashion. What, what Meghan wore, what the guests wore, what everybody wore, because um, that was, you know, what the bride is going to wear is always such a big thing. And then for a royal wedding, even more so. So, um, oh, Harry we can deal with quite quickly. He looked very smart in his uniform. Very dapper. But he did wear his beard, still. Yes sensible because otherwise he would have had a big unsuntanned white chin yeah, he's liking that beady yeah. look as well I'm he was always going to do yeah. that i think he thinks it makes him look a bit more rugged yeah. bit quirky but yeah a bit cooler much to the relief of everyone on our uh, royal facebook uh, page everyone was like no don't don't shave it off so, <laughs> so yeah so he wore his frock coat from the blues and royals with his with his brother in the same uniform as well um, and the little page boys in matching uh, in matching style we found out later on which was very it cute adorable um, but pretty much the same time they were turning up we were getting the first pictures of Megan leaving um, her uh, her hotel where she'd spent the evening with her mother so these snatched moving pictures on the telly and our fashion detectives are instantly trying to work out Hysteria. what is going on. So I think initially we figure out, so there's clearly a veil, there's a tiara, not, can we work out what the shape is, uh, and a sleeve, yes. and a boat neck. I think that was yeah, what we the got. The neckline was the yeah. first thing that struck me. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So we got you off the shoulder. We got that through the, through the car window, and yeah. then um, 
And then there was a tweet that went out and was deleted, apparently, that suggested that it was Erdem. Yep. So we got all... Oh, Just to confuse okay, everybody we'll, yeah, again. Oh. We'll prepare ourselves. Fingers and, poised. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a name that had been frequently mentioned mm-hmm. that we discussed in some detail. Obviously, Wedding Eve, everything was pointing to Ralph and Russo. And we were well, talking it has been about... for days we've been talking about Ralph and Russo. And it's kind yeah. of widely accepted. Everybody was reporting it. So... I kind of was expecting that, but I have to say I was hoping for a surprise. Oh, and, was. and it delivered. And yeah. 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 yeah, it really delivered. So she got out, out of the car, and uh, what did you think? What were your first impressions? Well, the first impression, because we spent so many days thinking it would be Ralph and Russo, and because we'd gone down that road, I'd been looking at all the couture dresses and the wedding dresses at the end of every show, and they are really embellished and elaborate designs, so it was couldn't have been a stark contrast to that. So I have to say, I was quite shocked. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way, but I was quite shocked. And the dress, of course, and the, and the veil as well, which we'll, we'll talk about, because that was the thing that struck me. This was For me, this is an outfit that is... The dress, fine, but it's all about all about the veil. We'll talk about talk about that a bit more. But um, Claire Wake Keller for Givenchy, yeah, Birmingham lass, so mother of three. Midlands Midlanders are very <laughs> proud, but <laughs> it's not. Um, you know, I don't remember that even really being on the radar. Well, she isn't. She's a fashion industry name because everybody within the fashion industry knows her as the designer that was at Chloe. So until she joined Givenchy in 2017, she was the kind of mastermind behind Chloe. And as everybody knows, Chloe has been doing incredibly well for the last five years. All the celebrities want to wear it. The big cash cow for them was the accessories, and apparently she was responsible for designing the bags. So she really was instrumental in making Chloe incredibly profitable and for turning them around. And I think her her kind of calling card, if you like, is that she's really good at staying true to a brand. She went through the archives. She kind of did the best that Chloe could do, has ever done, but she modernised it. And I think that's absolutely what Givenchy are looking for her to do for them. And look what's happened today. Because is this her first? I mean, obviously, it's a massive impact that she's had today. But has has she done much noticeable? At, well, at we've seen one. We've seen one so far. We've seen one catwalk show, and it was really, really well received. And again, the, I mean, I don't want to repeat myself, but she has clearly gone through and looked at the Givenchy archive, and she's pulled out really iconic pieces, and she's updated them. And I think we're going to see more of that. But she just seems to have the Midas touch when it comes to making brands really profitable. And I think that is obviously something that we're already going to see because oh, she's, yeah. as of today, she's a household name. Bring in the royal wedding dress yes. and then yeah. I think that you're doing all right. Ka-ching. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting that you say she's true to the brand because for me that dress was very true to the style that we've become accustomed to. For Megan, and yeah, I mean that's when you're doing a commission for somebody, you you don't have that much license to do what you would like to do. But I think what is interesting that for me, I when I think of Givenchy, I think of Audrey Hepburn. So Hubert de Givenchy had an amazing relationship and friendship with Audrey, and I think the two of them kind of defined the fifties and sixties. Really, I mean, she was the most iconic Hollywood movie star, and when we think of Audrey, we think of fashion. And those looks and those dresses, if I pulled them out and showed them to people who don't even know or care about fashion, they probably would recognise them. They are so iconic. And I think me looking ahead, because look, when Kate famously chose Sarah Burton for Alexander McQueen, the two have forged a really close relationship now, and Sarah continues to design for Kate. And I think this is something we'll probably see happening with, with Meghan and their relationship moving forward. And I think she will cement a look for, for Meghan. 
And it is interesting, actually, because people are people people on social media are talking about Audrey Hepburn, Audrey Hepburn's wedding dress as the comparison to Meghan's, rather than you know the the thing that royal fans sometimes get a bit frustrated with, but which we, which we inevitably inevitably fall into of comparing Kate and Meghan. Yes. And look, we haven't done that at all, have we? No, we're not going to do that now no, anyway, no, because no. we're talking about Audrey Hepburn and they are, it's chalk and cheese, it's two very different, very different styles. Um, Danielle, what did you make of it when she appeared to walk up the steps? It was surprising, I agree with you. I, it was not what I expected at all. I expected embellishment, some lace, um, you know, not even free core length sleeves. I expected it to be a sleeveless, quite a slinky gown. Um, but it was just, it was minimalist and it was um, Minimalist to the extreme. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's you know, it's what Megan's become renowned for, like a quite contemporary style, I think. Um, you know, quite, you know, clean lines we've seen along the way, haven't we, with, uh, you know, she, lo- she loves a pencil skirt. Doesn't like fussy clothes. No. And she's never really gravitated toward designers who who make those kind of show-stopping gowns. She doesn't let her clothes do the talking for her. Yeah. She has a kind of quiet, confident style. This this is why the engagement photos actually surprised me, because it was yeah, such... Yeah, that was quite <laughs> flouncy for her. Yeah, it was yeah. quite... Yeah, it, you know, it, it wouldn't look out of place on, on the cover of Vogue. But I saw those engagement... That, that, to me, was a photo shoot. The whole Mario Testino... To her, I think she just treated that as a shoot. That was not really a reflection of something that I think you would ever see her wearing. Yeah, and I think that's what made it even more of a surprise when yeah. she did step out of that car. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The, the shoot was very stylized for the photographer Alex Lubomirsky, who will be shooting their wedding pictures as well. So it'll be interesting to yeah. see what comes out of the day. Um, Zoe, thumbs up, thumbs down for the dress. Yeah, thumbs up for the dress. I thought it was really elegant. I thought it let other pieces that she wore do the talking. Um, and you could really just concentrate on other aspects of what she was wearing, the jewellery, the veil, the hair. Um, and I think she let them shine. So I think it was quite a clever move by her. I think that's interesting. That I, like That's what I feel. I feel like the dress is fine. but You don't love the dress. I do don't. Lo- I really no, don't. I, I don't love the dress. I think... Uh, Sorry, sorry everybody, but I'm also not a, I'm not a fashion person. I think it's that it looks just like a wedding shape of the kind of thing that she might wear anyway. It's not it it may look different in real life, but the fabric seemed quite plain rather than I don't know, drawing it to. But the veil took my yeah. breath away. That was that was the thing that I was like, okay, that is fairy tale. And when she's walking up the steps and she's got the little boys carrying yeah, it for her it. and the sound of the music that she walked down the aisle to with the singing, like it was Teardrop, it was like a chorus yeah. of angels or something. Like that music was incredible. It was very emotional. And Zoe and I were trying to kind of, we had a little bit of a teary moment, didn't we, earlier when yeah. we were watching it. So especially yeah. Prince Harry's face as well. She walked up the aisle. I know, you could not love that face. And yeah, and Megan's mum was getting quite emotional in the in the in the chapel as well. And totally understandable. If you know, mm-hmm. if we're here in the office surrounded by computers and people, you know, shouting, Where's that story? And we're still <laughs> still managing to get emotional in here, then what it must be like to be in that in that um in the ceremony itself. Um, it just went silent, didn't it? Even in the loudest of offices when we saw Harry's face as he saw Megan walking down that aisle, it just there was 
silence. And I think we all wanted that moment. And it was it was really beautiful for everyone. Yeah, taking it all in. Yeah. yeah, definitely. There was a bit of a lull, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah there it was. Just, was. Just in the office, it's just like, wow. 20 yeah. seconds and back to it. But <laughs> it stopped us all. It's the, yeah, fairy, fairy tale wedding moment. And that veil. And then when you find out more about it, so I can remember Kate's dress, sorry, comparison. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> so Kate, for her in the lace, had embroidered the flowers of all four countries of the mm-hmm. United Kingdom. Yes. Megan has gone better. She's blown <laughs> that out the water. 53. Yeah. 53, 49 better. So the 53 countries of the Commonwealth. And two flowers that she picked for, for her personal favourites as well. Uh, which I think are winter blossom, if I'm correct, um, and then the poppy, which is the California flower. Oh. So, you know, that, let's face it, at some stage, hopefully, that veil is going to be in a, in a gallery in display, even if it's only temporary, to be able to go and see it, because that intricate the, work the craftsmanship that. that's gone into it, and the ateliers that had to hand sew the flowers on, had to yeah. wash their hands every half an hour, just to make sure that it stayed pristine. All the, all the stunning details. And what it, it looked like it was made of the lightest of fabric to have so much so float. floaty. Yeah. It's like a silk tool, wasn't it? It was. Yes. A very, very light silk tool. Beautiful. And five metres long. Yes. Plenty, plenty of veil. And the other thing I found fascinating was for such a long veil, it seemed to be behaved quite well. Yes. Obviously, she had some help from her page boys, but when she was at the front of the chapel and they were moving about or standing up, sitting down, saying their vows, twisting around, it didn't seem to get all knotted up and twisted up. No. It, so whether there was somebody out of shot just giving it a little bit of a well, reset zhuzh. A lot of talk in the sourcing of the fabric, in mm. all the things that I've read about the, the, the designing of the dress, and of course Claire and Megan worked on it together, they talk, there's a lot of emphasis on the fabrics. They probably did test out a lot of silk tool to yeah. see that it wouldn't be too heavy, but also that it was heavy enough not to stop moving around. Mm. So they got it absolutely right. Okay. And with that veil as well, there was the tiara. We obviously spoke <laughs> yes. 10 days ago about what tiara it might have been. Yeah, and didn't Vic predict that, um, Victoria Murphy, our royal correspondent, predicted that the Bando tiara is, it was one of the possibilities that Meghan might chose as well. Oh yeah, fair yeah. play Victoria. So well done, oh, yeah. Done. Uh, but we, you know, when we got the first shots of her in the car, cue me frantically googling <laughs> floral tiara <laughs> very quickly. Um, but yeah, I think it is a really nice touch. It's uh, belongs to Queen Mary, dates back to 1932, but it does have a centre brooch that uh, is was made in the 18, late 1800s. 1893, I believe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, amazing. And that central brooch, it did give yeah. it a real focus and sort of centrepiece yeah. and make it, I don't know, regal or queenly somehow, I think it was. Yeah, and I think with the, you know, the dress was quite minimalist. I do think that the, you know, the, the tiara added a nice bit of bling to the yeah. to the outfit. Yeah, as you say, like you said earlier, Zoe, that it it allowed other parts of her bridal look to shine. And, and that was one of the main focuses, I think. Yeah, it was beautiful. And it's, an, it's a kind of a nice, interesting shape and sweeping and fitted with the lines of the dress and that sort of elegant boat neck. It's almost like that was the starting point. Sometimes mm. you kind of think they, the, the dress happens and then they think, right, what's what's going to work? Well, what, there's plenty to choose from, I imagine, mm. yeah. in the royal vault. 
but it did kind of look like that was the centerpiece for the design almost. Yeah, it's stamped. It was so central to, to, to her look. Quite symmetrical in a way, isn't it? Because you've got that in the centre, and then you've got the, the veil that's slightly, you know, it's quite floaty and yeah. got all the floral trim detail, and then quite a like a satin um, gown, obviously with the bateau neckline. Yeah. So. It is always interesting that where you what your starting point. Yeah. How is. do how do they work? Everybody's got one thing that they start with, and probably there is only one detail that can be the major mm. major feature on what that on what that is. Um. So there was some car, there was some more Cartier bling going on as well. I think There's something some... new was the pair of diamond studs and a very simple diamond bracelet, and that was her something new. Oh, and the dress. Yeah. The dress was quite new, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was something new she wanted. <laughs> yeah. But probably probably we're more likely to see the Cartier earrings out and about yeah. again at some stage, hopefully. Um, and uh, tell us about the makeup, Zoe. What did you make of that? Oh, the makeup was beautiful. And actually it got a lot of people talking about it because some brides opt for a little bit more makeup. Again, not to bring Kate into this equation, but Megan definitely stayed away from heavy makeup, which was actually a really beautiful move. So a couple of eagle-eyed viewers noticed that um, her freckles were standing out. And Megan in the past has been a big advocate of leaving her skin quite clean, freckles on show. Um, and I think it was quite a brave decision to do it for her wedding day as well, considering how many people were scrutinizing her look. Um, but she did. She kept it really clean, really simple. She let her skin shine through, and she had, you know, a bit of mascara, a bit of coal eyeliner, and a very neutral nude lip. And it was beautiful. They had been saying that she would do her own makeup, but that is, that didn't happen, did it? Yeah, that 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 was being said, mm. um, and Kate was said to do her own makeup on her day. So I think a lot of people might have believed in that. But no, apparently she didn't do her makeup, um, and I think that's a smart move really so, so I think I guess maybe it was it ended up being that she had engaged somebody a professional yeah. as such to do it so it was a, a friend of hers who does handily happen to be a makeup artist yeah called Daniel you Martin one of those. Who, why don't I have one of those <laughs> To work on it, but yeah, but yeah you, you know I can imagine you might be shaking a little bit on the yeah. morning of your wedding, never mind your royal yeah. wedding, and trying to do that eyeliner with, with that money. Yeah, that could get interesting. Yeah, bring someone in. Yeah. One day you can. Yeah, but um, bigger things to worry about, yeah. really. <laughs> but it's always interesting when someone says, oh, her makeup is amazing, and then mm. there's those of us, I very rarely wear makeup. You won't see this because I'm behind a podcast <laughs> microphone rather than on the telly, but I very rarely wear makeup. And, um, and basically, I, I had the same re- reaction pretty much as the boys, which was, but she's not really wearing makeup. Why is her makeup so good? Yeah, but that's good makeup. It's not showing that you're wearing a lot of makeup. Sometimes it's harder to create that yeah. barely yeah. there look yeah. than it is to, to trowel on something yeah. that's very obvious. And there's a bit of a secret of the manicure as well. Yeah, oh, there, there is, and it's an eight-pound secret, apparently. So um, Royal Protocol says that you can only wear a nude varnish or um, no varnish at all. And Megan did actually adhere to this. And she possibly opted for Essie's Ballet Slippers, which is a shade that the Queen has been said to love for the last 30 years. 
Um, so it was a bit of a nod to the Queen, which was really nice. Um, Do you think she borrowed it from the Queen the night before? You know, I think she could have I popped her boots and yeah, got her yeah. own pot. Yeah. No, I think she borrowed After it from the Queen. After tea, maybe. Yeah. The Queen just goes, here's this, you know. Yeah, well, I bought that nail varnish you wanted to borrow. Yeah. 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 Pop it in your bag, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Send someone down to bring it to her. <laughs> but yeah, they were lovely. Beautiful nails, really lovely bridal shade. Um, and affordable for all of us that want to copy it. And her hair. Oh, her hair. You, you predicted this I as did. well. I did. I so didn't want to say I predicted <laughs> I was poised and ready for this, and I thought this could go very wrong, because I predicted yesterday, um, everyone was talking about it, and they said, she cannot wear a messy bun on her wedding day. She's famous for it. She's got that Californian girl look, um, and it really works for her. But there was a lot of talk of her doing something more in line with that with what other royals have done in the past. So Queen Elizabeth wore her hair down in sort of loose waves. Diana wore her hair down, again, in an 80s sort of do, but still down. Kate Middleton, half up, half down. So there was a lot of debate about whether Meghan would do it as well. And she didn't. She (laughs) didn't. And I am so happy that she didn't because it's become her look. And I think what's more fitting on her wedding day to stick to what she knows, to what she's put out there to everyone, and really give us a taste of who she is. Um, and it was, I loved it. I thought it was beautiful. There, there was a bit of backlash about the stray hairs. It was driving people crazy. Uh, but I loved it. I think it was very her, and I think she looked like her, and I think that's a really beautiful thing on your wedding day. And it kind of relaxes it a little bit as yeah. well, rather than being too done or too um, stiff and not the person that you are. Because there is that tension at a wedding of, I want to be the most beautiful and this is my one opportunity yeah, yeah. to get really dressed up, but made up and all of this I could be wrong here because obviously I'm, I focus more on the fashion but isn't that why Kate said that she did her, her own makeup on her wedding day because she wanted to walk down the aisle and she wanted William to see Kate as Kate as, as he knows her Yeah. so I kind of get that you know, it's, it's get a it. bold and confident move to not it's kind of bow to temptation and go all out and just to, to look to, to, yeah. to look yeah. as you do. But also for the neckline of the dress, I, I do think she would have to do an updo for that because half of the yeah. style of that dress was, was the, all about the neck was the neck and the shoulder. So if she had worn her hair down, it would have covered a lot of the detail the, the only real detail on that dress which was showing her shoulders. So I do think she had to wear it up purely for that. Otherwise the dress would have been too simple, it would have been masked. Yeah, it would have been too horribly yeah. the yeah. neck time, It wouldn't have So, I think we can agree it was a very well-dressed wedding. Yes. yes. Everybody. Everybody. Oh, we should, um, we mentioned the page boys a little bit already. Oh. And then um, there were six bridesmaids as well, wearing sort of cream numbers. Yeah. Also, also Givenchy. Yes, done in the same mm. um, fabric, I believe, as, as Megan's wedding dress. Yeah. Um, not I, bad when you're six, to, no. have, to have take to your next not birthday party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, I, and I like the fact that I love this detail because we always say in, in the office, if a dress has pockets, you have to tell everyone about it. And yeah. Yeah. Where it's from and if it has pockets. It's got uh-huh. pockets, yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the little bridesmaid dresses had pockets as well because apparently they wanted quite a relaxed look on the day, which I think is quite cute. So, yeah. and, and despite the pockets, we still got a little wave from Charlotte as well. We got a lot of waving from Charlotte. She loves to wave. She does. <laughs> and we love it. I think we quite want to adopt her to be like our office bridesmaid. Yeah, to just come in and wave at people and beautiful. walk about. I think she'd be happy to do it. So, yeah, happy to wave yeah. at anyone. Yeah. Come on in, Charlotte. Kate, <laughs> Kate, you know, if you, you know, there's no wedding to plan for now. You're on maternity nope. leave. <laughs> She's got some time. Come on, come in and visit. Bring the kids. Um, 
So that's the, the bridesmaids. And I think oh, there was one little page boy that did, managed to do a good photo bomb, but I think they were largely yes. cool, calm, and collected hey. and no. Yeah, brave to no have trouble. that many, really. We, so. You know, considering uh, Pippa's wedding last year, that kind of went slightly awry, yeah. didn't it? <laughs> so. And in fact, um, Jessica Moroni, um, Megan's friend, has just posted a picture on Instagram of the two little boys holding the veil, her twin boys, oh. and saying, proud mom moment. It was just like, oh, yeah. that's a good moment for it's any mother. Not bad, not bad. Um, so, who else stood out for us on the fa- in the fashion stakes when they arrived oh. Amal Clooney oh, absolutely yes. incredible the whole office just went oh my god when she was stepping it was, yeah walking it down was, everybody look the Hollywood A-listers have arrived this yeah. is how it's done it was just Sicilian sunshine all in it one really, dress it really was amazing hat with the matching yellow dress but for me, it was all about the pop of colour, the lipstick that pulled it all together. She had a bright red lip. She just looked absolutely amazing. And hers was Stella McCartney. Yes, he, yes. he was a name that kept popping up the night before the wedding, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. so bridal designer Caroline Castigliago threw in Stella McCartney last night, started telling yeah. everybody <laughs> that Stella McCartney had designed yeah. the dress. Yeah. Well, she threw everyone. Not based so, on any yeah. fact or inside I don't, information. Well, I don't, uh, to be fair to Caroline, I don't know whether that was her or whether it was the people who mm. heard her saying it I and decided to run it. she probably said you could expect, I would expect to see her maybe wearing yeah. a dress by. And if she did, yeah, she Everybody did. jumped on it. A prediction yeah. becomes... It was a bit like, you know, when Henry Holland said about Christopher Bailey and yeah. everyone jumped on that as well. So. Yeah. And in fact, um, so Christopher Bailey of Burberry, uh, Doria... Megan's mum had been pictured carrying a Burberry um, mm. dress, you know, dress carrier, suit carrier, when she uh, when she arrived. But that wasn't that wasn't clearly the outfit that she wore for the for the it's wedding. Another red herring. Yeah. <laughs> Throw everyone, everyone off. Throwing everyone off. It's yeah. like they were doing it on purpose. Yeah, because the uh, playing with us. Royal <laughs> scored needlework as well. What, I know. What were Ralph and Russo doing there? That, that's and, what I want to know now. And somebody said that they had seen Prince Harry leaving Ralph and Russo's atelier in London. So there's a lot of things that all came together. Although to there make. is still the evening party dress yeah. to come, isn't there? There is. There is. And a honeymoon. You don't know what he was having made for that. I think he'd gone to pay the last instalment on yeah. the engagement. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> keep keep <laughs> being in there for any reason. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So Megan's mum was wearing Oscar de la Renta. Looked very elegant. Um, traveling, you know, traveling with her daughter, and her hat was by Stephen Jones, who appears to be Meghan Markle's number number one hatter, and was a close <laughs> friend of of Princess Diana's. Mm. So. And Megan also asked him to create some custom hats for several of her closest friends. So that's yeah. a nice thing to do. Um, so we've talked about Amal. Anybody else who uh, who jumped out at you? I know. So when Victoria Beckham, she's always yeah. one that we look out for. Yeah, I was go. I was really excited about seeing what she would wear, but I was just didn't really stand out. There were so many beautiful dresses, and there was mm. lots of colour. And she Pastels, wore a very yeah. dark navy dress that was slashed down the front, and then quite a small. Um, kind of beret style hat kind of perched on the back of her head with a kind of netting detail but I don't know I yeah. thought it was a bit a bit dull so I think I saw a picture on one of our stories of um, of Posh and Bex mm. and thought this was a stock picture yes. from 2011 no. yeah because it did look re- I, I just think oh my gosh she's recycled the dress from Kate and William's wedding because it does look very very similar doesn't yeah. it um, and also when you've got a male walking in front of you in, in yellow you're going to get lost in navy, aren't you? Just, so. Yeah, you may as well go home, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, well, she did have David Beckham with her, though, so that's a pretty reasonable accessory to bring on. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. He, looked, he looked good. We have to talk about Eugenie and Beatrice oh, as yes. well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because obviously they were the, the big, one of the big fashion talking points last time around with yeah. their incredible fascinators. Yeah, we were waiting for them. It could only get better, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, they... they, they but they let us down. I was expecting something really over the top, you know. No, I think they, they went. Less we were than... rooting for you. Yeah. <laughs> they went to the other end of the scale. They took a leaf out of Meghan Markle's understated. They were not book. taking any chances this time. Those no, two girls. So um, usually, uh, when I was um, giving my instant verdict, I think I described it as a pork pie air stewardess hat. That <laughs> 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 <I> was generous. <laughs> And then um, I liked Beatrice's better. It was more interesting. It was kind of like a, a, a weird mesh, mm. almost like a headband. Weird, weird doesn't really yeah. do it justice, but like a, a mesh of a mesh of multi headbands yeah. somehow in a sort of a dark green. I think. Yeah. Kelly, who looked amazing? Fergie. Yes, she yeah. owned it when she arrived. She as well. looked she was really, like, I am really here. impressive. <laughs> yeah, she was has arrived. She was a woman who was on a mission. She had a really finger hugging navy outfit, and then the collar stood up, so it had a pink satin trim on the inside. She just looked really slick. I think she looked the best I've ever seen her. And she kind of owned her moment as well. Yeah. She walked down yeah. waving. There were cheers for her as well. People yeah. were happy to yeah. see her. Yeah. Massive hug for um, Jack Brooks Bank, um, Eugenie's uh, fiance, so, yeah. which was very sweet. And um, yeah, she just seemed delighted. And she, yeah, she did look great. And mm. I think that um, her sort of suit style dress was Quite, um, you could have imagined her wearing it at any time over the last 30 yeah, years for me. Timeless, yeah, but actually yeah. look better a good way. now than, yeah. than she ever has. Yeah, good on her. Growing into her style. Yeah. Oprah was there in oh, pink. Oprah. Yeah. She was yeah, everything sure. pink. Gorgeous. Pink yeah. glasses, pink dress. Serena was in pink as well. Yeah. Serena yeah. Williams looking. Yeah, Serena looked amazing as well. That was yeah. a really, really beautiful dress. There's a lot of pastels and florals, wasn't there? Because Pippa yep. Middleton also wore a, wore a green, green floral dress by the fold. Fold, yes. Yeah, it was very pretty, and I liked her hat as well. Yeah. Mm. Serena's hat was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really sharp and strong. Um, and it was it was that really interesting mix on the guest list of royals mm. and Hollywood royalty. Yeah. We saw Idris Elba walk in, and we all went. Marcus Mumford, who was with Carrie Mulligan as well. So that was uh, yeah, there interesting. Was, yeah. Wasn't there James Blunt? James as well? Blunt, yeah. yeah. James Blunt, Joss yeah. Stone. And obviously with part of this, you're know, trying to work out what the connection is. James are. Gordon. Yeah. Mm, yes. That was one of the weirder ones. Yeah. I think, but maybe it's part of that, you know, LA set. So Who knows? So <laughs> And um, the Queen, yeah, described as outqueening herself <laughs> in one, <laughs> by one excellent um, Twitter Twitter post in her block block lime green block brights. She's famous for them. Yeah, we did predict green actually. I was talking to our fashion assistant yesterday, and Megan was like, "I bet she wears green." So, well done, Megan. A strong, <laughs> nice, bright spring colour. Um, Camilla was in cream, I think. Zara looking very pregnant. Yeah. And a very sweet moment, actually, when her husband, Mike Tyndall, was stroking her bump during the, the ceremony. Or it yeah. might have been probably during the signing of the register when yeah. you get that little bit of time and space to just have a private... She must be due soon as well. Yeah, so I think um, Mike Tyndall was talking about it in, a, in an interview yesterday because he was promoting a golf day. 
and saying, you know, she's eight and a half months pregnant. There have been a few mm. new, you know, refittings and things to try Aww. and let, let <laughs> it out of the things. So, um, so let's finish with Kate because, sorry for the people who don't like, don't like to bring too much Kate into a Megan day, um, but she sparked a bit of a debate. Yeah, mm. because people are saying that she shouldn't have worn cream or yellow as it kind of looked to it, to us on some of the pictures. Um, but it, we think it is mostly cream, don't we? Like mm. a like a buttermilk colour. Um, shouldn't have worn cream to uh, a wedding. Sin number one. Mm. But from previous uh, weddings, Kate does always tend to recycle an outfit, which I think is a really nice way of not upstaging the bride. It wasn't about her yeah. today. No. no, and just like you know, Pippa's wedding, she wore that kind of. I know it was new. It was a blush pink Alexander McQueen yeah, I dress. Love that, actually. Um, yeah. But it's still, you know, it's still a nod to her favourite designer and obviously the designer that, that, that made her wedding dress. But it's not saying, look at me on the day. And obviously, she had a bit of a duty as well. She she was helping the uh, bridesmaids for the church. So I, mean, I thought she looked incredible. The, the mm. woman's just given birth. I exactly. Thought she looked absolutely yeah. amazing. And. She, you know, good for her for recycling something. Yeah, I love she, the fact she does that. Yeah, and she might not want to have gone to, you know, go into fittings. No, after, she's been happy all the time. Four weeks yeah. after giving birth. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think she played it safe. Um, but she didn't pull focus, which was nice. Yeah. I noticed, you noticed her. She looked beautiful. It was it was a nod, like you say, but she didn't pull focus off Megan. And that was really lovely. Yeah. So, um, do tell us your favourite... Uh, Fashion, fashion moments from the wedding. Email us, podsavethequeen at trinitymira.com. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. We're going to uh, pop back to our desks and start typing again because uh, <laughs> we're expecting... I've oh, got lots more to say. Lots more to say. And there will be, we expect, another dress for the night. Yes. Mm. We're expecting that in a, just over an hour. We're recording this about half past, half past five. Um, so about what, five minutes before she steps out, I'm going to tweet the completely random designer just to throw him <laughs> off, like the urgent person did this morning. <laughs> what would just you confuse everyone? What would you like to see from a party dress? Well, I think this is her time to let her hair down, yeah. as Zoe has predicted, and she's probably yeah. right again. Let her hair down and wear something a bit more slinky. I think it will still be quite understated and very to Megan's style, obviously, but I think it's going to be a little bit more evening and a bit more slinky. Maybe a bit like the Carolyn Bessett Kennedy dress that we all keep saying. That, that she... we think she was inspired by, yeah. yes. Mm. Well, we'll be waiting impatiently. I'm sure by the time many of you are listening to this, you will already have the answers. So <laughs> do, do let us know and point out all the times we're wrong. Uh, thank you very much for listening, for joining us on Royal Wedding Day. We will be back very soon in the meantime do make sure you subscribe so you can uh, get all of the episodes even more even easily and leave us a review if you can um, thank you ladies for joining thank you. me thank you and until next time pod save the queen